the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? Another Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. A great show for you tonight. A craft beer guest that's going to be joining me this hour for a great craft beer festival that's coming up in May that you want to be a part of. Trust me. Usual news and notes to get to, but first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, at Al Gattulo. Instagram, at Gattulo. That's G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email at albertgnycradio.com. And don't forget, iTunes and Google Play, you just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. Alexa ready as well. Just say to your Alexa-enabled device, Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, and bingo, you will hear the Craft Beer Cast. Now, coming up in 20 minutes, Lauren Sokol, uh, she is one of the uh, co-owners of the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. She's going to join me. It is a fantastic event. Some of the best beers locally and nationally that you can get in this event uh, at this event in Brooklyn at the Well coming up Saturday, May nineteenth, uh, from four to nine p.m. Great beers, great food, and music, all for one very convenient price. It's coming up in about twenty minutes. Trust me, this is an event I finally got a chance to go to last year and was so happy that I went to it because there was so much great beer. Actually, it's May eighteenth. Excuse me, May eighteenth, Saturday, May eighteenth. From 4 to 9 p.m. The best part is everything's included, including your food. You don't have to purchase food separately. It's all available there. It's a great place. It's rain or shine. And even when it rains, and it, rains, it rained last year, uh, we had um, uh, night, you know, some great uh, you know, tents and stuff set up uh, to protect us from the rain. So without a doubt, this is a great event that you got to go to. Coming up in 20 minutes, Lauren Sokol will join me uh, to talk about that. But let's get into some beer news. Uh, Rogue has released their... Um, double chocolate stout, which got a new look that emphasizes the chief ingredient in the uh, in the stout, which is imported Belgian chocolate. Uh, both double chocolate stout and chocolate stout celebrate Valentine's Day, obviously, which passed already. But listen, every day is Valentine's Day if you're with the person that you love. Uh, but it also gives those celebrating an alternative to roses, champagnes, and uh, champagne and strawberries. Um, Rogue President Dharma Tam said, Strawberries aren't even in season in February. Our two decadent stouts are a fantastic way to show you really care about someone. And if you need to do something more traditional, these beers are great for candlelight dinners. Uh, double chocolate stout available in limited quantities. A newly redesigned 750 milliliter bottle and on draft uh, this month. Chocolate stout available in 22 ounce bottles and on draft, of course, year round. You can find chocolate stout and double chocolate stout near you using the Rogue Finder. In fact, I did get a package from the good folks at Rogue. I have not opened it yet, so maybe I will open it during the break and uh, let you know what's in there uh, coming up in our next break. Uh, Keeping things in Oregon, Deschutes, um, when uh, Gary Fish founded Deschutes Brewery 30 years ago uh, in the town of Bend, Oregon, less than 100 craft breweries uh, were in existence in the country. Now, uh, today, uh, Deschutes is the 10th largest craft brewery in the country, 
There are almost over 6,000 here in the United States. So they are doing something a little bit different. Uh, They have, let's see, uh, just trying to look through the uh, press release here. They have changed the packaging of Deschutes beer. So if you go out and you see Deschutes in a new uh, packaging label, well, yes, it is brand new. So um, Simon Thornycroft, the founder and CEO of San Francisco-based Perspective Branding, says, if you look at the craft beer category now, it's a sea of overwhelming visual noise. The category is completely flooded by products and styles all looking the same by trying so hard to look different. Um, they saw an opportunity to create uh, clar- uh, clarity at the shelf by putting the brand in style first, then layering in a bit of mystery through hidden stories. Look, the bottom line is they wanted to refresh the label. They wanted to keep things a little bit newer so maybe you would go and grab that beer instead of somebody else's. And I, I do th- tend to think that people's uh, tendencies, they gravitate towards the beers they like the most. Visually, yes, when I see a um, uh, a package in the in the cooler or on the shelf, if it's visually stunning, it's something that uh, I, I'm going to maybe go towards first. In fact, perfect example, my good friend Buddy Watson got a chance to spend time with him over the weekend, over the President's Day weekend, and um, he had sent me pictures of the liquor store that he goes to uh, in upstate New York and said, you know, pick a few things, I'll bring some stuff down for you. And one of the things that caught my eye in the picture was a beer from uh, McKellar, called Galactica. Now, I'm a big fan of Battlestar Galactica, so immediately that's going to catch my eye. But it was an IPA and kind of caught my eye that I wanted to, you know, try it. So I said, pick me up that. That looks good. Again, I'm looking at the label visually. If I like what I see on the label visually, more likely than not, I'm going to buy it. So I get a lot of these marketing strategies. They're trying to catch your eye. The beer may not be good, but they're trying to get you to buy it to try it. That's the key. Now, obviously, if you know a brewery, if you're familiar with a brewery, you've drank their beer before or drunk their beer before, you're going to uh, gravitate towards that brewery. For example, Wet Ticket. When Wet Ticket puts out stuff, their fully juiced beer that I've had, I had a couple of weeks ago, they're going to be canning it uh, shortly once uh, the TTB gets their act together and uh, gets through the backlog of things that are going on. When that happens, of course, I'm going to buy that beer. I like it. I've had it already. I've sampled it. I enjoy it. I want it. So... I I get the whole visualization thing. I don't know if it's necessarily a sea of noise, per se, but kudos to Deschutes for putting, you know, new labels out there. Maybe it'll catch a few people's eyes, but if the beer isn't good, you're not going to get a repeat customer, and that's the key. If your beer is good, it doesn't matter what you put, the packaging that you put it in, you're going to come back and buy it time and time again. Speaking of which, Blue Point Brewing, of course, we all know, owned by AB InBev. Uh, but they changed their packaging of their toasted lager and all of their labels. I like it. It's fresh. It's new. But I know toasted lager. I see that. I'm buying it because I like toasted lager. It's one of the beers that got me started into craft beer. So, you know, again, visually great. That's nice to see a new label. But if the beer is not good, I don't know if I'm going to come back and buy it again. But you'll get me the first time. It remains to be seen whether or not you'll get me the second time. As we continue on here, news and notes on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And as I mentioned, Blue Point, their new brewery is finally going to be open to the public in April. They were supposed to open it last year. They had some delays. Totally understandable. It's what happens when you're building uh, an enormous site, uh, especially that you're going to have food involved in it as well. There's a lot of uh, loopholes that you have to, uh, you know, and hoops that you have to jump through. But now uh, it's looking like April uh, is slated to open on April 17th. It's a tasting room, a restaurant, and fresh oyster bar. Um, We talked about this with Mark Burford a couple of years ago when the craft beer cast started. It's finally coming to fruition. Uh, This is from Newsday. 
Uh, they were, you know, obviously, as you know, they were located on River Avenue for 20 years. Uh, this is uh, the former Briarcliff College in downtown Patchogue, so it's a few minutes away. Uh, they began producing beer at the West Main Street location last spring, but the tasting room and restaurant hasn't opened again. As I said, it is slated to open April 17th. Jenny, uh, Jenna Lally, the president of um, uh, Blue Point, says everyone here, uh, everyone's here, all production is here. Uh, our tasting room, which we closed at the end of the year, is sort of on hiatus until April when we open. It's a 54,000-square-foot brewery, a project that's cost a little bit under $40 million to build, but again, keeping the local dollars in the area, which is great uh, for small business. Uh, they are now six times the size in terms of capacity right now with the ability to grow to 12 times. The great part is that we can package way more beer than we can brew. It's just a question of when we expand. They removed roughly 75% of the former college's second floor to make room for grain milling, rows of towering fermentation tanks, and its canning and bottling package system. Mike Stoneberg, uh, Blue Blue Point's brewmaster, who we've also had on this program as well, he says that the old brew house, we might be able to do eh, three beers in a day, uh, where we can now do eight or nine at this brewery. It's allowed us to increase our volumes quite a bit. Uh, they have also increased their employment dramatically in 2014, the year that uh, AB inc- um, acquired Blue Point uh, for a reported $24 million. The company had 25 employees. Two years later, the brewer grew to around 37 workers. Since moving to the new facility, it's increased its staff to 100 employees. Plans to hire 20 to 30 more workers before the opening. They are still looking for brewers, cooks, and bartenders. So if you're available and you're in the Patchogue area, go give uh, Blue Point uh, a call if you're a brewer or if you're a cook or a waiter uh, or a bartender, you might be able to get yourself a job out on Long Island. Now, the open space, it's an outside green space, a beer garden, a tasting room with 30 taps, a restaurant serving beer-infused eats, a fresh oyster bar, an interior music stage, and a gift shop area. Uh, from the restaurant and taproom areas, guests will be able to look into the main production area as well as Patchogue Lake. Really cool. This is part of the vision that Mark Burford had uh, when he opened this. He wanted to be able to to do something to capture the the fresh oysters that are sitting in the bay and be able to translate that into a uh, a beer-type experience. In fact, Burford, uh, for the article at Newsday, said, I'm really happy with the finished design that became of the space. It's been a long project, but we're getting close. Uh, we're eight weeks out from rocking and rolling here. It's pretty exciting. So kudos to Blue Point. Uh, I'm hoping to get over there once the, uh, the new place opens. Would definitely uh, like to check it out quite a bit. And, uh, you know, again, I know they're owned by AB and Bev. You say, oh, I'm not going to drink them. I'm not buying them or whatever. Toasted Lager is still a great beer. If I see Toasted Lager somewhere on tap, uh, I'm more likely than not I'm going to sample it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to have myself a pour of it because it is still a very tasty beer. Uh, some of their other stuff, I'm not a big fan of their IPA. I don't think they, they don't, some of their IPAs are good. Some aren't so good. Uh, their lager is what they make best, and they, they should stick to those things. Um, their darker beers are very good as well. Uh, I have I've had nothing but a pleasant experience uh, when I've been at Blue Point, and the majority of their beers are very, very good. Their summer ale I find to be one of the best uh, summer ales to have. It's, it's light, it's refreshing, it's the perfect uh, type of beer uh, on a summer's day. But when we come back after a short break, more news from around the beer, wor- uh, the beer world. The beer world, easy for me to say. Folks, this is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Larry Elder is watching the Chicago beating story unravel. As you know, the police are now investigating this as a possible orchestrated hoax, and they're founding all sorts of evidence, including apparently there's some writing material. It might be the case that the letter that Jossie Smollett allegedly received about a week before the attack, he might have been involved in writing that letter. 
my goodness. The Larry Elder Show. Weeknights at 7, right before Joe Walsh at 9 on AM 970. The Answer. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies in a Capsule. I had seen my kidney doctor because I do. I only have one kidney that works. Mm-hmm. And the other one doesn't work at all. And uh, I was pretty close to going on dialysis if it didn't improve. This last visit to my kidney doctor, my uh, kidney has, it's operating at 21% now. So that's the highest that it's been in the last eight years. This is really working well for me. And I am so grateful that I found this, that I found you guys. When you call, use discount code THEANSWER, and we'll take 20% off any first preferred order of Balance of Nature and have it shipped to you free. Call 1-800-246-8751. That's 1-800-246-8751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code THEANSWER. Stop chasing customers and let them chase you. Salem Surround offers full-service digital solutions. We'll help target the exact demographic you want in the exact area you want. Perfect for increasing awareness, a big sale, or rolling out a new product. If you need more business, you need Salem Surround. Call now for a free digital marketing checkup. Call Greg Cooper, Salem Surround Media Strategist, at 212-857-9635. 212-857-9635. Salem Surround. Digital solutions. Real results. 212-857-9635. Every child deserves a quality education. That's why NJEA members, teachers, and educational support professionals are proud to partner with parents to provide students with the support they need to be successful in school and in life. NJEA knows that when families and schools work together, our children are the winners. And our commitment to students is paying off. Did you know that according to some national publications, New Jersey schools lead the country in student achievement and giving children the chance to succeed? And our high school graduation rate is among the top in the nation. The College Board also reports that New Jersey students have the highest advanced placement scores in the nation. Go to NJEA.org to learn more about the great things happening in New Jersey's public schools. This message, sponsored by the New Jersey Education Association, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Our hosts all look like GQ models. See them now at am970theanswer.com. Welcome back to the Al Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, follow me very easily on Twitter at Al Gattulo, Instagram at Gattulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. And don't forget, iTunes and Google Play, <clears throat> easy enough for me to say, excuse me, iTunes and Google Play, you just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast and you can find all the shows on those two platforms. A little Guns N' Roses. Mr. Brownstone, apparently, Guns N' Roses, back in the studio to do a brand new album with Axl Rose. We will see what happens. Saw them a couple of years ago for the first time. Uh, Axl needs to eat a couple of salads. That's all I'm going to say. He was good. They were late getting on. Uh, Long show. 
uh, but a lot of fun. Uh, but kind of, I've seen them, and you know, would I go see them again? I don't know. Depends on the new album. Slash, though, tremendous uh, guitarist. When he tours with uh, Miles Miles Kennedy, that's some good stuff. Now, coming up in ten minutes, Lauren Sokol from the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest is going to join me. Great event. Some of the best beers locally and nationally. In Brooklyn, at the well, coming up Saturday, May 18th from 4 to 9 p.m. Great beers, great food, and music all for one price. Lauren's going to join me in about 10 minutes from now. But we've got lots of beer news to get to. This is a really cool story, so which I had originally seen on uh, WCBS uh, 880. Uh, full disclosure, that's where I saw the story. But a bottle from a 133-year-old shipwreck may yield yeast for a new beer, in upstate New York, biotechnological students at the State University of New York at Cobbleskill uncorked a bottle from the shipwrecked SS Oregon a couple weeks ago. Serious Brewing Company of Howe's Cave plans to develop a new beer if the students successfully extract yeast from it. Bill Felter of Serious Brewing acquired the beer from a customer who owns an assortment of artifacts recovered uh, from the Oregon, the ship was en route from Liverpool, England, to New York City on March 14, 1886, when it collided with a schooner near Fire Island and sank, killing all 852 people on board. Last year, an Australian brewer produced beer from yeast recovered from a 220-year-old shipwreck. So this is interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm going to have to follow up with Bill here from Sirius Brewing and find out uh, if they actually put a beer together, if the students were able to extract yeast. So cool story there. Uh, Our folks from Cape May uh, Brewing, they uh, are brewing a brand-new beer, uh, Cape May Lager. It's a 4.8% ABV Clean, crisp, refreshing, and an approachable beer. Uh, New Jersey distribution has already begun in early March. You'll find Cape May Lager throughout the Philadelphia area and surrounding Pennsylvania counties. Um, Tastings, pints, growler fills, and six-packs to go are already available in their tasting room. As we continue on here, some more news and notes here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Our good friends from Coronado Brewing... Debuting Leisure Lagoon Hazy Pale Ale. This is the latest in a hop-forward lineup of year-round releases. This has been named for an inlet in Mission Bay. Leisure Lagoon, the company's first year-round hazy offering following the success of its highly anticipated seasonal hazy North Island IPA. Sean Steele, the director of brewing operations, says their fans can't get enough of hazy beers. We're excited to offer a lower ABV option that doesn't skimp on any of the bright and juicy hop notes that people have come to expect with this style. So uh, Leisure Lagoon Hazy Pale Ale comes in at about 5.5% ABV, available in 16-ounce cans in six packs, as well as on draft. Uh, it is uh, It has been released, and uh, they're also hosting... Uh, Coronado is hosting a Leisure Lagoon Luau uh, next Saturday, March 2nd, complete with uh, Luau-themed food, live music, and beer specials. For more information about Leisure Lagoon and the Luau, just visit CoronadoBrewing.com. Sadly, Coronado Brewing has pulled out of the state of New Jersey, so I cannot get uh, Coronado beer, or at least fresh Coronado beer, uh, in my stores. The nearest store that carries Coronado is in Philadelphia. So I'd have to make a 50-mile ride just to get it. So thankfully, the friends at, and my friends at Coronado are sending me some of these uh, samples, so I'll get to try them and uh, get back to you on how good or how not so good they are. Uh, keeping it in California, Bear Republic, inspired by Sonoma County's rich history, regional landmarks, and bountiful agriculture, Bear Republic has developed Sonoma Tart. It is a fruited sour ale kissed with guava and passion fruit, 
the sour ale named, named after Sonoma County and celebrates the region's uh, wealth of agriculture through its sweet and tart finish. It is already available, Sonoma Tart, in six packs and on draft at select retailers, bars, and restaurants wherever Beer Republic is sold. Uh, the brew pubs uh, that are owned by Bear Republic uh, also have the sour ale on tap. Um, so this is interesting. If you, and they're considering this uh, for wine drinkers. Sonoma Tart is a gateway craft beer. Um, so I, I guess the profile is more of a winish type of flavor than just a sour puckerish type. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Now, I'm, I'm wondering, because Bear Republic does distribute uh, in the state of New Jersey, I'm wondering if they are going to uh, move this on uh, into Jersey as well. If they do, I'm hoping to pick up uh, some of this as well. Uh, the uh, I got this uh, late this week, and it's actually taking place uh, starting this week, and it ends on March 14th. If you're in Lower Manhattan and you're looking for something cool to do in the evening after work, uh, why don't you take a walk over to Brookfield Place, uh, which is the shopping, dining, and office complex on the Hudson River uh, here in Lower Manhattan, where we broadcast the show from. For the second time uh, in as many years, the iconic Winter Garden will transform into a classic beer garden. It showcases 15 of New York's top breweries, from upstate New York, Long Island, and New York City as at the Best Brews of New York. Now, each Thursday evening, so this is going to be, I guess this is only on Thursdays from 4 to 9 p.m. From This just started on February 21st, and it runs until March 14th. The Winter Beer Garden will highlight local breweries, craft offerings, and food from Brookfield Place's top eateries with all beer sales benefiting Brookfield Place's charitable partner, Habitat for Humanity. So the first three weeks will feature a different region of New York's uh, of New York for a total of fifteen breweries, um, and I'll run down the breweries in just a second. Visitors will be invited to cast their vote for their favorite brew to determine which five breweries will make it to the final round on Thursday, March fourteenth. The People's Choice winner will be decided by the event's attendees, guided by New York State's notable beer connoisseur uh, Ann Bacara. Uh, the event is free to attend with food from Brookfield Place top eateries available for purchase throughout the festival. All beer sales, again, uh, will 100% of the beer sales will be donated to Habitat for Humanity. So I guess you basically you walk through, uh, through Brookfield Place, you can uh, buy some different beers and buy food from some of the vendors there and sample them. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to attend this event because, again, it's taking place in the afternoon from 4 to 9. I'm already gone from the city for me to come back. Uh, you know, it's a little bit it's a little bit much for me. But um, when when we get the winners after March 14th, uh, the good PR folks there will be sending this over. And uh, thank you to uh, Edith uh, Morris for sending this over to me. But let's run down some of the beers that'll be there. So if you're if well, uh, I, again, this is taking place on Thursday nights. So this past Thursday, Captain Lawrence Brewing, Southern Tier, Empire Brewing, Peak Skill uh, Brewery, Catskill Brewery. And the featured restaurant was Mighty Quinn's Barbecue. Now, Catsco Brewery makes some pretty good beers. Captain Lawrence as well, Southern Tier, good stuff. Uh, next week, if you're planning on going over there, on the 28th of February, they're going to be featuring Long Island beers. Barrier Brewing will be there, Blue Point, Green Point Harbor, Oyster Bay, Montauk uh, Brewing will also be there. The featured restaurant is Fuku. I'm a little puzzled as to why Blue Point, since it was bought out by AB InBev. It's not technically a craft beer anymore, but all right, whatever. Uh, and then finally, March 7th, we'll spotlight beers from New York City, uh, which includes Coney Island Brewing, Harlem Brewing Company, McKellar, Six Point, the Bronx Brewery, and the featured restaurant is Parm. So again, Brookfield Place, 230 Vesey Street, uh, here in New York, Thursday evenings, 
Uh, it already started this past uh, February 21st. It runs through March 14th. It's from 4 to 9 p.m. And, of course, you have to be 21 years or older to enter. So good stuff uh, from that. The New York Festival, um, which is uh, kind of cool. You've got some uh, different beers if you want to sample, maybe before uh, you head home. And then finally, uh, in our last bit of news and notes here, Anheuser-Busch InBev, speaking of big beer, uh, is finally making an acquisition in San Diego, according to Brewbound, but it's not a craft brewery. Uh, Anheuser-Busch InBev has purchased Cutwater Spirits. It's a craft distilling venture that was originally born inside of Ballast Point Brewing. Uh, specific financial terms of the deal uh, were not disclosed. The transaction, which is for 100% of the Cutwater business, expected to close this spring. Uh, this, again, is AB InBev's first uh, time venturing into the spirit space, so now they're going to be making... Liquor, vodka, whiskey. Um, Cutwater operates a sprawling 50,000-square-foot distillery, tasting room, and kitchen in San Diego's Miramar neighborhood, uh, which, of course, is home to lots of craft breweries, including Ballast Point. The company manufactures 14 different ready-to-drink canned cocktails, which carry a suggested retail price of as much as $16.99 per four-pack, distributes to 34 states. It also makes, makes 16 types of spirits, according to the press release. So this is interesting that um, that AB InBev is now diving into the spirits world. Uh, it, it will be um, it will be interesting uh, to see what happens. Now, um, AB also, when they purchased a couple of craft breweries, when they purchased Ten Barrel Brewing in Oregon and Devil's Backbone in Virginia, both have distilling capabilities as well. But this is the first time they've purchased a, a true distilling company making all of these types of uh, liquor. So. Uh, AB InBev branching out and now heading after uh, spirits. Should be interesting to see what happens when this transaction closes in the spring. What changes, uh, if any, that will be made. When we come back after a short break, Lawrence Sokol from the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest is going to join me. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. It's overcast and 46 degrees. What's going on? We have the answer. NYPD cops have arrested a 16-year-old boy who say followed a woman into her apartment building yesterday morning and then tried to rape her. The attack took place around 6 a.m. in a building on 148th Street in Hamilton Heights. Police say the wanted man grabbed the 40-year-old woman from behind as she walked up a flight of stairs and attempted to sexually assault her. She fought back and they both fell down the stairs. Officials have charged the teen with first-degree rape and sexually motivated assault and burglary. He has not been identified because of his age. Two people are hurt following a fire at a gold gym in Poughkeepsie. Detectives say it sparked this morning when a can of aerosol fell into a transformer. According to authorities, two employees were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. Firefighters were able to quickly extinguish the blaze, and the Poughkeepsie Journal reports that people were working out in the afternoon. The building owner says that there was no serious damage to the building. In sports, well, the Knicks did beat the San Antonio Spurs 130-118, to and the Rangers fell to the Washington Capitals this afternoon. That final score was 6-5. Expect some delays traveling on the Belt Parkway, and that was due to an earlier accident that happened. You're going to see those delays uh, backing up a bit westbound at Bay Parkway. Right lane down, delays are backed actually to Cropsey Avenue. Bronx River Parkway has a crash southbound at Pelham Parkway. Right lane down, delays backed to Allerton Avenue. Manhattan Bridge westbound, it looks like that exit ramp to Canal Street is closed, and the lower level traffic will be detoured to Christie Street. 
GWB looks good. Holland Lincoln Tunnels, no reported delays. Weather for tonight, cloudy, low around 31 degrees. Sunny for tomorrow, highs near 39. And then on Tuesday, sunshine is expected with highs reaching near 35 degrees with some gusts. Looking ahead for Wednesday, partly sunny, high near 35. Now you know what's going on. I'm Amy Salerno and AIM 970. The answer. We all know the secret to the best Italian food is the sauce. And no one has sauce as good as Michael's of Brooklyn. Their sauce is made from scratch using only the best ingredients. But don't take our word for it. Stop at any of your local supermarkets and pick up a jar or listen to the Joe Piscopo Morning Show every Wednesday for a chance to win a whole case of Michael's delicious, authentic, and fresh sauce. You can also enter online at am970theanswer.com. That's am970theanswer.com. Good luck. This is Dennis Prager inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour of the key sites and places to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. For more information and to register for this trip, go to am970theanswer.com. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. I'm a believer. Welcome back to the Al Gattulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer. Follow me on Twitter very easily at Al Gattulo. Instagram at Gattulo, G A T L O. Facebook.com slash A G Craft Beer Cast. And of course, via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com. Now, my next guest on the program, uh, we had her on last year as she's one of the promoters of a wonderful beer fest that I was honored to attend uh, last May. What is so awesome about the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. Again, folks, there's a lot of beer fests out there. Sometimes you have to be selective as to which ones you go to. But what's so awesome about the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest is that it includes three of my favorite things for one price. Great music, great food, and outstanding beer. And probably the fourth thing would be no lines. Now, uh, there is beer from all five boroughs at this event, but lots of small and medium-sized beers, too. Uh, the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest is taking place on Saturday, May 18th. It's one session from 4 to 9 p.m., which is taking place at The Well, located at 272 Meserol Street in Brooklyn, New York. And for tickets and more info, all you have to do is just go to fiveboroughcraftbeerfest.com. But let me welcome back to the program Lauren Sokol. Lauren, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, Lauren, six years that this beer fest has been going on, Let's start off with the beers first. Uh, what new breweries are going to be pouring at the event? Uh, well, we have some new ones that are coming uh, from Pennsylvania. We have Brew Gentlemen. They're from Pittsburgh. They're an awesome brewery. They're not new. They're just new to us. Right, right. Uh, n- another brewery, uh, River Roost. They're in White River Junction, Vermont. Okay. Um, of course, I would promote our New Jersey beers, um, breweries, <laughs> Twin Elephant, Bolero Snort, Jug right. Handle, Icarus, and Brick City. That, um, yeah, so there's a lot of great, great new beers. Just the New Jersey stuff. I know you had mentioned it the other day that Icarus was going to be there. I mean, Icarus has been killing it in Jersey. Uh, they're just putting out such uh, beer after beer after beer has been doing great, and it's so nice to see those guys. I know Bolero was there last year. I know Twin Elephant was there last year, uh, but it's nice to see them. Brick City as well. 
uh, is another great brewery. So I love the fact that you're focusing on some of these uh, smaller up-and-coming breweries that are just, just knocking it out of the park. And that's the great thing that you guys do. I mean, you guys actually go to these places to taste the beer, and it's it. There are, believe me, there are a lot of promoters out there that do beer fest. You guys do the research, not only for the beer, but for the food and the music as well. And I love the fact that um, that you guys do that. And, and that's got to be one of the fun parts of the job, right? It's absolutely the best part of the job. We do go to actually all the breweries. We meet the brewers, and um, we personally invite them. I mean, they're, it's just, they're such a great group, group of people, and we're really honored to have them. All of them this year. Now, once like you said, they're all small batch. Right, right. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 please finish. Um, no, so they're all small batch breweries. Um, you know, none of the big guys are going to be there. Right. Most of the brewers are going to be there because they do like to come and hang out. So if you want to come and talk to them and meet them, it's a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, and, and one session, what I love, uh, first of all, the session itself, like there's a lot of these places, three hours, this. You guys do from four to nine, which is five hours. You get to eat, drink, listen to great music. Um, for those of you that are thinking of taking the plunge, it's one price for everything. Is that right? That's correct. One price. So you get I the get beer, to, um, the beer, a tasting glass, food, and two great bands, which we're really excited about this year. Uh, we're talking with Lauren Sokol, uh, one of the promoters of the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. It's taking place on Saturday, May 18th. It's one session from 4 to 9 p.m., as I just mentioned. It's taking place at the well located at 272 Meserol Street in Brooklyn, New York. For tickets and more info, just go to fiveboroughcraftbeerfest.com. Uh, we're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And that's the important thing, folks. This is an, this is an event unlike any other. They do not oversell for this event. Uh, again, it is one session, and once they sell out, they sell out. And the best part is it's a small group. There's no lines. You barely have to. I mean, maybe there's one or two people ahead of you, but it's not like you're sitting on a line that's 15 deep waiting to get a beer and hoping uh, that you get it before the keg kicks. It's it's a, it's a small event, and, and that's what makes it so special. But I want to talk about some of the returning breweries. We mentioned Twin Elephant, uh, Bolero Snort, and also Five Burrows uh, is going to be there as well, to name a view. Uh, which brewery are you looking forward uh, the most to sampling? You know, that's such a hard question. They're all really so good. They're so different. Um, but the one thing is that they're all going to be fresh beers. They're all going to be served at the correct temperature. Mm-hmm. And like you said, there aren't any lines, which is one of the reasons we started this festival in the first place was we were going to all these, you know, festivals and we were getting really frustrated because like you said, you get, you know, you get shut out of the beer. It's very frustrating. So here you come, you get a two ounce taste, you move on to the next one. And if you like it, come back and have more. Yeah, I see that, and that's what's great. Now, you've held the event at the well over the last few years. Is it because the outdoor part of the venue has that kind of cozy feel to it? Is that the reason why you're holding it there? Absolutely, and it's just really convenient for people. It's close to subways, and mm-hmm. after the event, the tap, the, the, uh, there's 60 taps that you can taste at the well also, so there's a place that you can go if you don't want to go home at 9 o'clock. Right. I not mean, that's... We're not going to have enough beer, but... <laughs> but you can certainly buy more, and that's that's the cool thing. That was the first time I was at the well uh, last year with my wife, and uh, I have to, by the way, thank you for having us there. I, it was phenomenal, and we had been at another event earlier in the day in Morristown and then racing to get over uh, you know, to catch a couple of hours of your event, and I'll tell you, it was so worth it. My wife and I, we walked in, and we're like, wow, what's going on here, like an underground kind of tunnel thing, and then you walk towards the back, and you come out into this little courtyard, and what I loved was there's tables set up. You could sit down. You can have a, you know taste uh, some of the foods that are there as well as sampling the beers. Very very clean. Very convenient. Everybody's having a good time. I, I really love 
um, that kind of cozy feel uh, that the well has. I'd love to be able to stick around afterwards for the 60 taps, but of course, I've got to drive home from Brooklyn, so it's uh, uh, you know a little <laughs> difficult for me. But I love the fact that you hold it at this event. Have you given any thought to doing another uh, another event? I know you guys had run two events at one time uh, for this, but you're kind of keeping it to the one event. Is that right? Uh, it depends. We are actually thinking about another event maybe in September, but we're keeping that under wraps for right now mm. until we get all the details planned. But right. it would be something similar to this event. But I'll let you know. All right. Sounds good. We're talking with Lauren Sokol, one of the promoters of the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. It's taking place Saturday, May 18th. It's one session from 4 to 9 p.m. That's right. Five hours, one price. You get the beer. The music and the food is included as well, which is something that a lot of places don't do. You're getting great food from local businesses in and around the area. It's at the well. It's located at 272 Meserol Street in Brooklyn, New York. For tickets and more info, just go to fiveboroughcraftbeerfest.com. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, so, Lauren, name me two breweries that you guys would love to get at your event that you just haven't been able to get for, for whatever the reason is. Um, you know what? Actually, we've been pretty lucky. There are some that are out of state, and for reasons that they have some, you know, logistical issues, they can't get there. But um, maybe next year we have a couple surprises that are going to be there. All right, and uh, I don't want to give too much away. No, I'm no, just, that's I'm very excited for this event, and I just think that. You know, they're all such great breweries, and I really would hate to promote one over the other because I really can't choose. No, 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 that's that's fine. But uh, let me ask you, when you do talk to a lot of these breweries, um, are they encouraged to come to the event? Do they, do they, do they enjoy, I know you said, you know, the bre- a lot of times the brewers come and they want to talk with the people, but do you ever find resistance from some brewers that say, oh, I don't know if I want to do another brewery thing? Or is it is it the fact that the event is small and kind of a little more, I don't want to say controlled, but it, it's a little more... Um, orderly for for the brewers that they decide all right this is one that i really want to do yes and that's why most of the breweries are coming back and the brewers are coming back because they say that they really like coming and seeing other brewers you know they're a social bunch they don't always get to see each other in this kind of environment they taste each other's beer and a lot of times some of them will do collabs with each other okay so you know that comes out of it too yeah because i noticed that i know um what is it one of the one uh, hop culture i know just did an event at five boroughs brewing uh, a couple of months ago that I was at, and it's funny, they got Five Burrows and Twin Elephant together to do kind of a collaboration that you could buy there uh, while they were going on. Now, obviously, your event is not at that at that scope where you'd be having a collaboration where you'd have cans for sale or whatever, because I don't know how the uh, the venue and all that other stuff, how it would work out from a, uh, a legal standpoint. Uh, but I do love the fact that the, the, the whole brewery community as a whole has this kind of collaborative effort with one another. Everybody's kind of helping one another out and pitching in, and that to me is, is one of the best parts of the event. But let me ask you my final question, Lauren. Uh, we've talked about the food. We've talked about the, the, uh, the beers, the music that's going to be there. Uh, g- can you tell me about uh, some of the bands that are going to be there? Sure. We have two bands. Um, the first one is called Black Branch. They're actually out of New Jersey. Uh, they're a three-piece band. They're fun. They're fantastic. They're a jammy band. Okay. And then they're opening for another band called Strange Machines from Massachusetts, which they are really phenomenal. They're a four-piece band, and they're another jam band. They're really fantastic. Go to our website. There's a link there. You can check them out. Uh, that's very cool. So my guest has been Lauren Sokol. She's one of the promoters of the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest. It's taking place Saturday, May 18th. It's one session. It's from 4 to 9 p.m. It's taking place at the Well, located at 272 Meserol Street in Brooklyn, New York. For tickets and more info, you can check out the bands. You can check out the list of breweries that are going to be there. And then the food will be up there at some point as well. Just go to fiveboroughcraftbeerfest.com. And remember, it's a limited event. 
Don't wait to get your tickets. You better get them as soon as possible because this event does sell out. Uh, Lauren, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Very much appreciate it. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing you at this year's event. You got it. I will be there. Up next, Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Tired of waking up early on a Sunday to listen to Frank Morano or listening to him to get interrupted by Alcatulo? If so, you're in luck because he's now the host of a brand new podcast that you can listen to in the morning or at night or whenever. Catch the Morano Whenever podcast at am970theanswer.com or subscribe to it on iTunes. Just search Morano Whenever. Here's the truth, America. Hugh Hewitt for PatriotMobile.com. Your cell phone company is probably funding anti-Second Amendment groups. Patriot Mobile, which is America's only conservative cell phone company, does the opposite. If you are fed up with disgusting policies like New York's new late-term abortion law or Mayor Bloomberg's gun control seizure plans, make the simple switch to Patriot Mobile. Join thousands of Americans using Patriot Mobile. Get reliable nationwide coverage. Watch your hard-earned dollars fight for the First and Second Amendment rights, border security, and the sanctity of life. Veteran-led Patriot Mobile donates a portion of every bill to conservative causes like the Heritage Foundation, the NRA, and the Susan B. Anthony List. Switching to Patriot Mobile is easy, and their unlimited talk and text plans start as low as $20 a month. Need more motivation? Mention Hugh, that's me, H-U-G-H, when you call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Or visit them online at patriotmobile.com slash Hugh to get up to two activation fees waived. Enough is enough. Join the fight today. 1-800-A-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh. Hi, this is Bill Martinez. Join us as the conversation continues about immigration, about our health care system. It's all about us. It's all about the truth, wherever it leads. Bill Martinez live, Monday mornings at 12 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. Want more AM 970, The Answer? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am970theanswer.com or download our AM 970, The Answer app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM 970, The Answer. Listen to Joe Piscopo in the morning, weekdays at 6, Mike Gallagher at 10, on AM 970, The Answer. Final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast here on AM 970. The answer, follow me very easily on Twitter at Algatulo, Instagram at Gatulo, G A T U L O, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast, via email at Albert G at NYC Radio.com, and don't forget iTunes and Google Play. Just do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You can find all the shows on those two platforms. We are also Alexa ready. Just say to your Alexa enabled device, Alexa, I want to hear the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast. On AM 970, The Answer, and voila, you will hear the craft beer cast right from there. Lots of beers to get to, uh, some of them from Staten Island, some of them from other places in the nation. Let's start off in Southern California. Our good friends from Stone Brewing sent me uh, a couple of beers um, uh, about two weeks ago. And one of the things I have to thank, Lizzie Yukin from uh, Stone Brewing, first off, thank you for the Enter Night box set, I guess if you want to call it. It has three cans of the Enternite Pilsner uh, from, um, what is it, uh, Consortia, uh, Aragon, Aragon Consortia, which is a collaboration between Aragon Bastard and Metallica. And it has the Enternite Pilsner in it. But when you open the box, out plays Enter Sandman, 
which is super cool. Comes with a guitar pick and some others, some stickers and stuff and whatever. But phenomenal box set. I've reviewed Entered Night before, so I'm not going to review it again, but what a tremendous little gift uh, from the folks at Stone Brewing. I can't thank you guys enough. Now, one of the other things that they had sent me was the Stone Tropic of Thunder Lager, uh, and this is this is new, but it's it's interesting. Lots of hop to this lager, tropical, a lingering by two, uh, goes down very easy. It it's their attempt at making a lager, but kind of making it hoppy at the same time. I like it. I was very surprised. I, I was expecting one thing, I got another, and I have to be honest with you, I kind of dig it. So good stuff. This is a year round release. From the folks at Stone. So the Stone Tropic of Thunder Lager, if you see it somewhere, don't expect it to be a lager. It's a little bit more hoppy than a lager, but very, very good. And let's keep it on the West Coast, shall we? Uh, the Bat Squatch from Rogales. Uh, they had sent me these beers a couple of weeks ago. Hazy, juicy little bite goes very well with white cheddar cheese. Uh, and the cool thing that I liked about the can, uh, the, the, the can from Rogue, is that on the side it does have pairings for what you can um, eat with with this beer. And one of them happened to be white cheddar cheese, and I happened to have some white cheddar cheese. So I checked it out with a little white cheddar cheese and the beer, and it pairs very, very well with it. Uh, Then uh, from Goose Island Beer, John Hack was on the show last week, his Beers of Joy movie. He is a producer on, uh, produced by um, A.B. InBev, among many others. Uh, And that is airing next week, March 1st, uh, in Brooklyn. I'm going to be going to the screening of that to check that documentary out. It's going to be fun. But he brought in some beers from Goose Island. And um, one of the newest ones that they have out is called Next Coast. Uh, It is a West Coast IPA, piney, hoppy, decent bite. Uh, It was growing on me by the sip. I wasn't crazy about it the first couple of sips, but as I was uh, drinking it, It definitely got better as it went along. Uh, This is not a juicy IPA by any stretch of the imagination. You definitely, uh, if you're looking for a West Coast IPA, this is one uh, to definitely get into the next coast by Goose Island. Uh, As we continue on here on the Suds and Duds segment on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer, uh, the folks from Killsboro, boy, I'll tell you, these guys knocking it out of the park, and I'll talk a little bit more about Killsboro in a moment because I was over at the Craft House uh, last Sunday with my good friend Buddy Watson, uh, picked up a couple weeks ago a four-pack of the Kaleidoscope uh, by Killsborough. This is nice. Uh, good, decent sour flavor. Very good flavors, though, in it. The pineapple and tangerine were very subtle, but there. And the sourness was there. I, I want a little bit more sour. I, I'm wondering if some breweries are calling things a sour ale when they're maybe not necessarily a sour ale. Maybe there's just a little bit of a sour taste to it, a little sour bite to it. Um, I like this. I don't know if I liked it enough. Does that and and I tried another sour beer from them a little bit later on uh, here in the Suds and Duds segment, and that I enjoyed immensely. This one, I, for some reason, I don't know. Maybe it's me. I get hooked into pineapple and tangerine because I love those two fruits, and I get hooked into it in the flavors in beer, and I find it. I find that a lot of times, pineapple tends to be better with IPAs than tangerine. I find that a lot of tangerine-flavored IPAs or other types of beer don't do it for me. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know why that is. Maybe it's my taste buds. Maybe it's something else. Again, totally my opinion. Uh, I, I don't know. But this one kind of missed the mark for me a little bit. So I would consider this the dud of the of the group for this week. Uh, then I had uh, I was over at um, David Burke's uh, Tavern 62 uh, last weekend with my wife for our anniversary dinner. Our anniversary is actually this coming Tuesday, the 26th. Uh, We're married 19 years. Yesterday on the 23rd, 
we're together 23 years. And so we went out to Chef's uh, restaurant uh, to have an anniversary dinner, and I cannot thank the chef enough. From Orlando, the general manager, to the waiters and waitresses there, uh, to the girl at the front desk, the the, the hostess, uh, to the general manager, Orlando, what a fantastic staff above and beyond uh, the chef comp our meal. We had a delicious, a delicious meal, a great dessert. Um, it was just phenomenal. It was the perfect capper uh, for an anniversary night uh, out in the city. My wife and I could not have been more appreciative of it. Chef David Burke and your staff, thank you very much. That was awesome. But what I had there, he's got a, a very good bottled selection of uh, craft beer. Uh, available had a flower power by the Ithaca Beer Company. Nice, keeping it local in New York. Solid IPA. It paired well with my chicken. Uh, nice little bite to it. It was excellent. You definitely want to check that out uh, from the folks at Ithaca Beer. And then was over at the Craft House on Staten Island on Sunday, uh, the the next day, uh, last Sunday with my uh, my friend Buddy Watson, who I comment on all the time. We trade beers back and forth, and this was another one of those meetups for the uh, past Presidents' Weekend uh, meeting up to trade some beers. So I said, listen, why don't we meet over there? You can try Killsborough, a bunch of them, you know, for the first time, and we'll have some uh, lunch, brunch, whatever it is. Okay, fine. First off, uh, what a great time. Got run in, ran into Sean Torres, um, uh, who uh, runs Killsborough. Uh, Fantastic time talking with him. And then um, the bartender, whose name now escapes me and I can't remember, uh, he was phenomenal, really gave us a great suggestion for having the brisket hash and uh, two over-easy eggs. Oh, it was fantastic. But let me get into the beer. So first off, we had we actually started out with a stout from Speedway. A Speedway stout. This was a collaboration with Modern Times, uh, the Celestial Dawn Coffee. This was awesome. Super smooth, coffee, delicious, a big banger at 12%. Had a 5-ounce uh, pour, 5-ounce or 6-ounce pour of that, and that was just enough for me. And then I moved on to a little flight, had the Munchies, the tiramisu version of this one. I didn't like the original Munchies, their birthday one. I, I thought it was good, but I thought the, the cacao nibs I felt uh, tasted a little artificial, maybe a little burnt. Uh, but this was very smooth, sweet, smooth, chocolate coffee. It was perfect. It had everything that you wanted, and that, that sweetness uh, was, was perfectly played uh, like eating a liquid tiramisu. It was really, really good. Then I had the um, Midnight Sma- Snacks Porter. Great coconut flavor, very smooth going down. This was delicious um, and, and really enjoyed that one as well uh, from Killsboro. Then I had the Bellini Brute, and I think this might be another one of those. Uh, it was good, but um, it, not as brute as I would have liked it. I, th- I think I wanted this a little bit drier uh, on the back end, and you got the dryness there, but I wanted a little bit more of a dry flavor on the back end. Very tasty, but a little bit more dry on the back end. Then I had the solo album, Idaho 7. I had a taste of this a couple of weeks ago. And honestly, I should have gotten a growler of this for the Super Bowl party that I was going to because this is really good. It is not super juicy, but there is a ton of flavor to it. And um, it's approachable for somebody just starting off with IPAs as well as uh, for somebody who's really into IPAs. This was a really, really good beer. And then finally... Uh, another sour that um, Killsborough had on tap, the Gimme Gimme Kiwi Strawberry. Man, was this good. It went to, and, and honestly, and I had a small pour of it, a five-ounce pour of it, and I have to say that it went down too fast for me. That's where I know that it was a really good sour beer. Uh, the Kiwi and the Strawberry mixed perfectly together. See, two flavors where when I initially saw it, and I saw it in cans as well, I said to myself, I don't know if this is going to be a beer that I like because... I like kiwi. I like strawberry. I'm, I don't know mixed together if it's going to be great. Uh, 
Um, and I was kind of wondering, mm, I'm not really sure about this, but I have to tell you, the way those two flavors mixed perfectly, it was phenomenal. Nothing overpowering on either side. And it had that good sourness, that kind of puckiness that I like out of a sour beer. It was fantastic. They had one four-pack and a can left. I probably should have picked up a four-pack of that instead of the uh, sleight of hand that I picked up because I got enough double dry-hopped IPAs uh, in the refrigerator. And some of the beers that... Uh, Buddy Watson had brought me. We're just out of sight. My refrigerator stacked now. I don't really need to pick up beer uh, for the next couple of weeks. It is, uh, I-, I got some good stuff on the back end. And uh, also want to thank the folks from Rogue uh, for sending me their Imperial Stout uh, in bottles. We're going to get to that in the next couple of weeks. That This is definitely a beer uh, on a night with a fire sitting in the backyard when it gets a little bit warmer. And, uh, you know, maybe when it's 45, 50 degrees out at night. And you crack one of these, and you kind of just sip it, sip it slow, and enjoy it with some good friends. But, folks, we're out of time. My thanks to Jerry Crowley, Phil Boyce, Darren Yellen, Lauren Sokol from the Five Borough Craft Beer Fest, uh, a great event, some of the best beers locally and nationally in Brooklyn. It's at The Well coming up Saturday, May 18th from 4 to 9 p.m. Great beers, great food, and music, all for one low price. Get your tickets. They will sell out. And, of course, last but not least... The aforementioned great Buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970. The answer, cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>